everybody. It's your favorite realtor, Byron J. Elliott, also your host of The Real Estate Show. Uh, we're glad you chose to join us today for this episode. We're really excited. We've got a special guest with us today. Uh, he's not only a personal friend of mine, but somebody I've grown to uh, really admire. And uh, I think once you hear his story and see what's going on with him, I think you'll you'll be Become one of his followers as well in terms of some of the things that he's doing. So we want to welcome to the Real Estate Podcast today, uh, all the way out of Michigan by way of uh, New York, by way of a whole lot of other stops in between. Uh, my brother Jahi Watson. Hey. Glad to be here, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. I'm glad you can make it. Really, really glad you can make it. So, um, in terms of introduction. Tell the people who you are, man. What, what, who are you? What do you What do you do? What's up? Uh, currently, I run a label called Mastercraft Production LLC. Uh, um, we're based in Michigan, um, but as far as that's just where we're based. But we work with people in all different states, um, primarily between New York and the Virginia area right now. Um, yeah, and we're just putting out music, man, trying to better the world through, through through the gift of sound. Nice, nice, nice. So when you say when you say production, I heard you just mention it. So you're doing um, music, mostly music production. Correct. Uh, okay. And and does it matter what, in terms of genre? What do you, what are your fo- what's your areas of focus? What do you what are you uh, into? Well, what I'm into and what we currently do is 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 two separate questions. I mean, I'm into pretty much everything um as long as it's good quality music uh but as far as what i'm working on currently um primarily hip-hop uh some r&b um some gospel um and then it's it's there's some alternative things going on in there as well so we're kind of we're not all over the place but we're we're in a variety of uh different genres so to speak wow that's uh, as they would say. That's that's pretty diverse, or that's a it's a pretty pretty broad broad spectrum. So I guess maybe it would be good if the folks who are listening today um, could get an idea of how you ended up um, with that kind of a a spectrum, that kind of a, a background. Like where, how do you end up knowing something about hip hop, but something about gospel too, and R and B, and all these different. Uh, genres. How how does that come about for for a, a young cat like yourself? Um. Oh, I would have to say it started from even before I was born. My dad is a musician, um, and he he's still a musician to this day. And uh, you know, when I was born, uh, I had a studio in my house, like from the day I was born. So it like hearing, you know, drums and things two, three in the morning has like been my life since I was born. And so, and at that time, uh, not to get too too far into it, uh, but at that time, uh, MIDI was just coming out around like the early nineties. And my dad was one of the first in the Nassau County area to, to actually have a commercial sounding studio yeah. right in the house. And uh, you know, that, that I would say started the, 
the journey, so to speak. Um, but the music that he plays and the music that he was recording at that time were totally different. He did a lot, plays a lot more jazz and uh, old school R&B, 70s stuff, but he was uh, producing a lot of hip hop at that time. So it, it just, it, it just kind of, and then jumping forward from there, um, I, I ended up going to the church to, which is where I learned how to play, which is where the gospel comes in. You know what I mean? And uh, that was a big impact in my life as well. Just understanding what I had or had been hearing my whole life, learning how to understand it and actually physically play it was where the church came in and helped me put it all together. So uh, I would say that's where the variety and, and, and the range comes from. Mm. Wow. Wow. So some of it was uh, you were just kind of born into into the environment. And so then the environment was kind of born into you. Right. Yeah. Shout out to to to, to my man, Big Ray, uh, <laughs> to, to your dad. So your dad, one of you know, little trivia note is one of the first studios that I was able to work in as a young producer back in the man. This had to be in the early to mid 90s, early 90s, I would say. Uh -huh. late 80s early 90s and uh, I remember going there and you could run into anybody in that studio anybody from your local celebrities it could have been Buster Rhymes any given day it could have yeah. been Father MC any given day and and so you know knowing that you come from that kind of a background I, it, it makes it, start, it starts to make sense now how you end up in the production world um, and then so then coming through the church background um I can remember your church. Your house was situated pretty close to your church. To your church yeah. home. Yep, right up the block. Right yep. up the block. Shout out to the ABC crew. That's right. Antioch Baptist Church in Hempstead. They they put out some of the greatest into the world. They did. And that's a fact. Shout out to the big man, Bishop Bishop Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the things that we're talking about in your present operations, um, honestly, are very much connected to where you come from. So if that be the case, now tell me about some of the projects. You say you're in Michigan now, y'all are based in Michigan. Yep. And you have a new company that's been uh, been around for a, a year or two now. Correct. Okay, talk to me about your company and what you guys are into. Um, well, Mastercraft Production LLC is the name of the company. Um, and like I said, what we do is we, we sign really good talent and we get that talent to the world and we just try to make the best possible music that we can actually make it's really it's really that simple it's like it's not like rocket science it's it's literally trying to make the best quality music because i believe that that's what's the industry uh has forced um people to concentrate a lot more on the money aspect of it as opposed to the quality. And I don't think that those two things uh, have to be exclusive. I think you can get the money and still make like the quality that uh, that the people need because music is not a, it's not a thing that people just like, like they actually need it. It's sound, it's vibrations, it's, it's feeling, it's emotion. And um, we just try to capture all of that um, to the best of our ability with, with, with the skill sets that we have. Yeah. and put that out to the world. That That's basically what Mastercraft is. Wow, wow. So now that's, that, sound, that sounds exciting because um, 
in 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 the music industry these days. I'm one that kept, that spent some time in that industry, in that in that world, in that space, and you know I get frustrated sometimes because it seems like the younger crowd. Uh, you know, the audience, the, the argument always happens between the older generation and the younger generation. And it, it seems, it starts to seem like the younger crowd may not be paying as much attention to the nuance or to the, the actual um, culture that goes into the, 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 how much detail goes into creating great art, great music. And sometimes it seems a little bit cookie cutter-ish, um, but it's good, it's good to know that there's, there, there are, young folks you know doing a new thing and, and continuing to hold very high um, the standard in terms of in terms of production so now let me ask you this because i know this has to be a challenge for you you're a young man mm-hmm. um you're, you're not a doctor are you <laughs> not a doctor not a doctor you're not a lawyer are you depends on who you're asking but... okay you <laughs> might, be a, might be a hood lawyer right yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um and you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth right so now the question becomes how is it that you're able to um finance a record label how is it that you've come into a position now where you can afford to financially handle sustaining you know artists as a producer and i see you've got some equipment in the background there is that your own studio there yeah, it's a few things half, half finished. Uh, you, you can't even see the other side because it's all behind the okay. thing. But uh, yeah, studio th- things things are happening. Um, now to answer your question, uh, the way that I've been able to finance my my dreams, my goals, my passion is by doing a little bit of everything that I can within. Uh, within music like over the years i've i've done so many live shows um i've done some touring i've done um it's just so many things uh you can you can mix records you can you can write you can it's like multiple different ways to get money within music without having to be an artist you know what i mean a lot of people think that you know you have to be an artist and you know selling beats playing the keys and 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 mixing records uh even doing live shows as far as um being the sound man um that it's it's just so many different ways to get it and and beyond that um i've also invested uh stock market uh, in the past few years um that has been something that has been uh tremendous to as far as building building wealth uh quicker at the rate that I need to in order to keep this sustained. Yeah. Um, so between the stock market and also uh, one of the other things I do in my spare time, maybe once or twice a year is uh, I'm into classic cars and I, I've learned how to make that a sustainable thing as well, as far as uh, being able to buy at certain prices and being able to sell at other prices. You know what I mean? So all of these things together is what helps me fund my dream and my passion um, and not have to honestly have a boss, you know what I mean? And and, and, that, and that's big for me because I I don't I don't tend to follow the rules so well sometimes when they don't make sense to me. So, I understand, yeah. I understand, I understand. They used to have the thing back in the day, bring your own, BYOB, right? You're supposed to bring your own bottle or whatever it was to the party. But 
I'm glad the new B the new BYOB is be your own boss. Yeah. You know, right. and do what yeah. you gotta do. So I'm glad you clarified some of that because coming from like I said, coming from that industry of music and production and performance and all that kind of stuff, I I was trying to connect the dots between how gig money turned into a record label because I know that gig money ain't enough. Right. You know, and, and the stuff you run around and you can work for and scramble for. I mean, we do what we got to do in order to mm-hmm. keep ourselves fed and clothed and clothed and, you know, doing what we need to do. But somewhere along the line, it took some management um, savvy, some economic management savvy to be mm-hmm. able to convert uh, that 15 cent into a dollar, you know, and be able to take gift gig money and make it a significant investment in the stock market. So if you can just, just take, take us through some of those steps. If there's somebody listening today on the podcast, somebody watching on YouTube or one of the other platforms, um, I'd like them to know if they want to be able to make, begin to make a transition, how do you go about getting involved in the stock market? Well, the first thing uh, that I did was realize where I was spending uh, money frivolously uh, in ways that just didn't benefit me and started to, you know, so I guess the first thing to do is just budget. Look at where you're spending and what dollars can you uh, afford to not spend and still have a certain lifestyle and still have a certain happiness or whatever. Um, But once you figure out where those extra dollars are, you take that money and you, before you put it in the stock market, actually what you wanna do is you want to research um, these companies as far as look at their depth, look at their, you know, what they're saying that they made, because all of this is public knowledge. These are publicly traded companies, right? So you can look at just their, their, what they've done for the year and then their trends in the past few years, look at what they're trading for and see if that makes sense for you. And a lot of times with these, depending on the company, you know, everyone's different, but a lot of times you'll get a dividend every four, four months or just for owning the company, you know what I mean? And you can now reinvest that. And if you buy at the right prices, or when you, because when you do your research, that's what you're researching. Does, is what I'm looking at on paper worth me to put any amount of money or the amount of money that they're asking per share? And does that make sense for me and my finances? Right. Um, so that that's what I would say. You just gotta, you really gotta take your time. You need to look at, just look at your budget and you know from there just kind of you know see see what's going on and what makes sense okay so i heard you say we you need to control frivolous spending mm-hmm. um and the then, do, then do some research on the different companies that um would you you would consider investing in now what are your thoughts about what types of companies a person should consider should it be something that um that they saw on tv should it be something that they personally are a consumer of or should it be something that they have a personal attachment to or does it not matter what are your thoughts about that um i i like to invest in things that uh that i personally 
could benefit from, um, which would be tech, uh, and and just things things that make sense for me, the finance world as far as banking, because those things I have to deal with every day, you know, for me. And and, and then you do take your risk. I, I wouldn't say only invest in things that you personally you know deal with because there, there are certain things that i that i might not deal with that if i look at the company it just makes sense on paper so it's it's it, i wouldn't want somebody to get too attached to the idea but i would say you should start with mm. at least a sector that is benefiting you you know on, on other ways that, that that that's the route that i took okay okay so your route was not to be too emotionally attached to the investment itself but more of a business approach and a business decision. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, before we continue, um, I gotta take a pause for the cause and just remind everybody out there that's watching, everybody that's listening, you wanna make sure you uh, press that like button, uh, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe so you can help to spread these powerful conversations all over the internet. People need to hear this kind of stuff that there are some, uh, some regular folks that have made their way to success just using some simple principles and operating in the real estate. Operating in the real, reaching for the ideal. Like, share, subscribe. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Okay, cool. Back to our conversation. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let me, let me see if I can challenge you a little bit. I think I know you well enough to, to, to come at you a little bit. Let me see. Mm -hmm. your, your first pointer or your first um, suggestion for people looking, in, looking to get into uh, stock investing was that they pull in or, or reel in, rein in frivolous spending mm -hmm. and, and sp spending money that doesn't make much sense to spend. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put you on front street. If you don't tell the truth, I'm telling the whole internet what, what I know. <laughs> um, All right. So go ahead and tell the truth. Mm -hmm. What What is your greatest area of challenge right there? What did you have to pull in when it was time to kill all the ridiculous spending? What was What was your problem? <laughs> that's a great question um well i had I had two uh i would say one is i love fashion i love i love clothes i love i i like i just like putting things together i like colors and uh found myself spending a lot of money on clothes that that were unnecessary mm. at, at one point and uh also uh cars like not cars to invest in though cars that i was just had that i was like driving like and there's nothing wrong with driving a car you have to get from place to place but it didn't have to be those specific cars that i was spending on like yeah. you know i could have got got the same thing done and lost more money on you know at the end of the day than it than it than it made me you know and it it felt good but uh just knowing what's a real investment and, and, and what's not, um, you know, and those cars are, are definitely, that's a tricky one because they can be an investment if you're looking at, looking at it a certain kind of way, but I wasn't looking at it that way at the time. So it was just about driving. So I would say those are the two, the two areas that I still struggle with. To this day, it's not, it's not, it's not a thing of, oh, I don't do it. It's just, yeah, I do it a lot less, you know what I'm saying? But I still, still have those that, that that's those struggles okay so a person who has some challenges or some things that they need to get in check it's possible to bring those things in check but still um 
uh, uh, move forward in your investment and in your business aspirations. Uh, but it takes a look, it takes some self-control to be able to put uh, those things in the proper space. And then when we've made good investments, we give ourselves the ability to go ahead and buy some of the things like the clothes and the cars and whatever else. You got a bunch of gadgets in that room too. Uh, don't don't try to fool me and make me think that you're using every piece of equipment in there. Some of that stuff is in there just to look pretty. You just had to have it. <laughs> Might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know how it is. I, I got I got a little set up myself, so I, I get it. I understand. Well, tell you what, man. Um, first things first, we got to have you back because we haven't even scratched the surface of our conversation. So we're going to have to have you back in terms of, you know, kind of digging a little further into uh, the economic um, strategies. I think you have some stuff to share that you, we didn't get a chance to share today. We're just introducing you, you know, each other to the world. But mm -hmm. um, I also want to have you back as part of a larger panel conversation, if you're if you're down with that, um, where with maybe two or three other young folks like yourself that can talk and share a little bit about some of the strategies that have worked for us in business, whether it be stocks or whether it be real estate um or whether it be some other entrepreneurial thing um that we're doing so i would i would, I would hope you'd be open to to doing that um a quick shout out as well I, we might as well take the opportunity your wife is also um uh in in a professional area that is very helpful give her a quick shout out so so we can set her up maybe for an interview one of these days yes uh ebony m watson she's a uh, my wife, uh, <laughs> she is one of the best therapists uh, to ever do it. She really has a passion for it, and um, yeah, you definitely check her out, Ebony M. Watson. She's uh she's I would I would tell her to uh, come to the studio right now, but I know she's studying right now. She has she has some things going on, but yeah, she check her out. Um, she she she's doing some big things, and then together we're actually building a. Uh, you know some businesses uh one thing in particular is it's learning how to uh incorporate music into the therapy realm in, in a in a practical way and and it, it's so much to 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 unpack with that but um yeah ebony m watson that's that's her name and she's really dope excellent excellent shout out to ebony you know she, she's she's another one of our our, our, our sisters from where we come from Mm -hmm. and, and I'm thankful to be connected to folks like y'all. I'm, I'm really excited about the way y'all have, you know, weathered some storms and now you're, you're, you're beginning to prosper and you're beginning to really, really blossom and do what you need to do out in the Michigan area. So we're having impact. Um, I guess finally, man, we got to get out of here pretty soon. But where can people reach you uh, if they want to get connected to you, either for production or if they want to have a conversation with you about uh, investing or doing anything like that? How can people get in touch with you, man? Um, and my e uh, not email. My Instagram is uh, Ja Mastercraft Pro. Uh, ja Mastercraft Pro. Um, you can just DM me, reach me there, you know, check out some of the music that we got going on. We got some things dropping this year. Should be really, really exciting. This is going to be a really exciting year. Uh, and yeah, you can job Mastercraft Pro. That, that, that's me on, on Instagram. 
Excellent, excellent. Job Mastercraft Pro on IG. And if you have any other trouble or if you need to get in touch with the brother and you're having any difficulty, reach out to us uh, at The Real Estate and we'll we'll hook you up. Um, we'll, we'll give you what you need in order to make that happen. So um, I think, you know, we, we're pretty much out of time today, uh, mm -hmm. but we are definitely going to have you back real soon. Uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to come and join us today. Um, and, you know, if there's anything you want to share as a last thought with the people, what would you tell them if they needed to hear some words of wisdom coming from uh, Mr. Jahi Watson, the Mastercraft? Life is simple. That's it. You, you heard it, <laughs> folks. You heard it first here. Take that, use it, and make yourself rich. Life is simple. So, listen, we hope you're um, to see you next time on the next episode of The Real Estate. We're glad you came. Uh, make sure you, again, like it, share it, subscribe it, make sure somebody knows about it. We're simply trying to host an authentic conversation without no frills, no fluff. Uh, we just want to bring it to you real and give you some stuff you can use to make your life better, to lift your levels. Next time, uh, Mr. Watson, we're going to need to talk about some real estate too. We've got some real yeah. estate ventures we're getting into together. we got to share that with the people. That's All right? right. That's right. Uh, but until then, make sure wherever you go, whatever you do, don't forget, remember, keep it real. <laughs>